Hey folks, just a quick intro to today's show. You'll notice that we refer to Dean Stockwell in the present tense. That's because we recorded this in October prior to his passing away on the 7th of November. So we just want to say we love you, Dean. We're huge fans and thank you for all the great performances. Welcome to the 80s and 90s Uncensored, the podcast about the 80s and 90s for people who care about that kind of crap. I am Milo Denison. And I'm Jamie Fenderson. And today we're talking about Quantum Leap with our new friends, Jeff and Corey from Switch the Envelope. Hey, how's it going, guys? How's it going? So tell us about Switch the Envelope. Well, we are a movie-themed podcast. Uh, <clears throat> we like to say that we're the podcast that aims at rewriting Hollywood history in that we're writing rewriting the sort of perception of movies and awards winners specifically is how we started that's why i switched the envelope um it came from uh i think 2017 award show where la la land got named the winner and then they physically switched the envelope on stage to that was Moonlight. a travesty yeah 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 so that that's sort of where our name comes from and we decided to you know start telling the academy where they got it wrong in past uh, award shows that's what well, they we started probably at. need it <laughs> yeah you know we're the experts that they need. Yeah. Really, it's all Warren Beatty's fault why we are here to help everybody because Warren Beatty screwed the <laughs> thanks, pooch. Thanks, yeah. Warren. <laughs> well, that, that is the problem with the Academy Awards because so I used to kind of pay attention to them pretty closely. But after a while, it is kind of annoying because often the shows that should win don't or the movies that should win or don't or performances. And you look back years later, sometimes they're correct. You're like, yeah, OK, that's that's an Academy Award deserving film. But sometimes you look later and you're like, okay, wait a minute. That was the film that won that year when these were the other films that were out. Do you guys, do you guys, so you guys pick a year and say, okay, these were the nominated films. This is what should have happened. Or do you actually go through that year's films and say, these are the ones that should have been nominated. And these are the ones that should have won. Originally we picked a year in a category and we'll go mm -hmm. through that year and that category. And then we will say, we'll give a rating scale on a, it's our know, own, it's our own patented scientific method. Yeah. Five finger rating scale. We give them a <laughs> rating scale from uh, one finger to five fingers. And it says whether, um, I mean, these are all listed on our Instagram at uh, switch the envelope <laughs> or on our Twitter at switch envelope and they can find out what nice our plug. rating scale is. And it's, and it's, like I said, it's scientific. I'm not going to waste any time going through it, There's but different criteria, the way we, we, we judge these films, but yeah, we yeah. do pick, uh, we have a, a fictitious computer that is a character on our show named Al in oh. reference to our topic here tonight. Quantum. Excellent. Yeah. Um, he's a time traveler. He's a time traveling computer. That's with us all the time. Yeah. And so he gives us a year and a date to correct what once was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we are collectively Sam and Beckett and our computer Al yes. guides us through the history of movies so that we can put right what once went wrong for the award show. <laughs> we, we also do like general, movie talk and we've uh, also expanded into more like uh history fun fact dives we have uh like a smaller uh, show that we call cinevation that celebrates uh cinematic innovations hence cinevations um throughout the history of cinema and then we also do like al's useless hollywood facts where al gives us a bunch of random hollywood trivia that we dispel onto our <laughs> listening hordes <laughs> yes <laughs> nice well speaking of al and uh sam beckett Let's segue into our subject today, which is Quantum Leap, a retrospective of the show that ran for five seasons from 1989 to 93. Is that right? 
Yeah. That is correct. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. was only three seasons. Three? I thought it was five. It was, all, it was almost only three seasons. Oh, okay. yeah. They were going to cancel it. <clears throat> but there was a huge letter writing campaign uh, after the third season where they even filmed some sort of promo uh, when they announced that it was going to come back, where it was a bunch of fan letters just getting dropped on like the president of NBC at the time. And he was like, stop writing. It's back. It's fine. <laughs> so we, we were able to speak out. Two more seasons of Quantum Leap because of that. <clears throat> that's great. Well, yeah. that's interesting because, yeah, that was back in the day when it was all letter campaigns. Now they'd just be like, mm-hmm. send them an email or something like that. Oh, so it'd be a hashtag. Yeah. 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 Tag them on Twitter. Well, Quantum Leap, for anyone who is listening and has not seen it, should, first of all. But it mm-hmm. follows uh, Sam Beckett, played by Scott Bakula, who invents the ability to travel t- through time within your own lifetime. And in that, he jumps from body to body. And basically, the plot is he needs to figure out what's going on at the moment because something's wrong. He needs to correct it. He's accompanied by his pal, Al, who is in the future. They can get to a room that Al's in is basically how it works, but Sam views him as the hologram. And uh, that's in a summary of the show. Did I miss anything, guys? Uh, essentially, I mean, they, they play fast and loose with some of the uh, time traveling within your own lifetime uh, in a couple episodes. But yeah, that's essentially... Yes, because there's an episode where he actually swap goes into Al's uh, mm-hmm. timeline as well. Yeah, he goes back to 1945. I think at one point he he's even in the Civil War. For <laughs> yeah, yeah. Strange reason because he's like connected genetically to his great great grandfather or something. Some kind of glitch like, in the whole yeah. thing. <laughs> That's a jump the shark moment for the yeah. episode, for the, yeah. the series. <laughs> like we we gotta we gotta jazz it up somehow. I know how Civil War. Yeah, yeah. There weren't that many of those episodes. For the most part, they kept true to sort of Sam leaping in and out of his own lifetime. And there was plenty within his lifetime from like 1953 to 1999. Although they never really went past the sort of current year <laughs> that the show was airing. Mm-hmm. He didn't like go into a uh, future, uh, even though the, the show itself was set in 1999. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, they did really kind of focus on, you know, 50s, 60s, 70s more than yeah. any year. I mean, obviously they did some eighties as well. I'm trying to think, did they do any nineties episodes? I think they may have only, done a, a 91. Only the ones like where, I mean, they did a lot where, he was actually going back home, like the back home. Oh, well, yeah, there, there's one yeah, where besides yeah, he, the back he does home switch episodes, places yeah. with Al and he actually goes back home. And then every time they show like Gushy or the quantum team in the future, it's 1999. I thought so Gushy I was the computer. No. Or was, uh, was no. Ziggy? Gushy is, is the spectacled, uh, wild-brained scientist guy. Ziggy is, Ziggy is the computer. Ziggy's the computer, yeah. yeah. Who cool. they reference as a he, but very clearly is a she. Deborah Platt's voice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. By the voice that's used. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My only question, and I know the answer to this is, if you went back and inhabited the body of Marilyn Monroe, you know you kind of feel yourself up a little bit. Don't lie. I mean, Don't lie. You know you would. It'd be and a pretty boring bad, episode of it. the show, <laughs> but I would just close the door. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's well, the interesting thing because they they had to create that character to be kind of a bit of a goody two shoes. Because mm-hmm. the reality is, most people giving those situations would probably be much more inappropriate than Sam was. I mean, the most he really ever did was kiss girls. But like yeah. you're right, Jamie. If I was Marilyn Monroe, I'd lock myself in my room and and Al'd be there, like, dude, 
you got to go like fix something. That <laughs> yeah, I'll show like, up. No, no. I'm perfectly happy right here. Al, Al, Al would, Al Al would turn off the hologram like, and watch. Al, get out of here. You, yeah, you're ruining the vibe, Al. Leave. Or, or <laughs> if you inhabited the body of that chimpanzee like he did that one time, mm-hmm. I would be going crazy, dude. I'd be like, oh, this is my chance to like throw poop at people right on. <laughs> oh, see, I, I would have been writing in cursive, like just freaking them the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. Or the well, Elvis episode. Would... I mean, come yeah. on. If you're Elvis Presley, how many girls would you be hooking oh, up with? Man. I'd spend the whole episode hooking up with girls. Well, in then the same... you'd be stuck in Elvis's body because you didn't accomplish your mission. And you're stuck there. You're like, <laughs> like oh, well, I'm Elvis. I mean, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm stuck as Elvis. <laughs> that's what's great about the show, though, is that they made the writing so that he had to accomplish his, his, his agenda in every episode. So you couldn't have that kind of a... Uh, he wouldn't stop in the in the past and do stuff like that because he knew he had to accomplish something. Just like his episode of where he was uh, Oswald or uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. Lee, Har- Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah. He actually changed into Lee Harvey Oswald, which mm-hmm. was kind of a, a difference of it was what? affecting him. Like yeah, it was Har- affecting. Harvey's he changed him into, and he actually ended up shooting JFK. Uh, I think he disappears like he no, just before, just I think before he, yeah, the shot right. is taken. But and then they turned and I think the the what's it called the um the surprise ending is that they say that. Jackie Kennedy was actually assassinated too in the original, mm, in the original timeline. And he actually yeah. saves her because he jumps mm. into a secret service guy in the end. So, I mean, there's all these little cool things they do with the writing. I think that's why the show was so cool was that the writing was so good. Yeah. I mean, you know, Sam Beckett is, is this morally pure character that is hoist into, you know, the, these very trying situations. Oftentimes, I mean, some of them are kind of kooky, but like oftentimes he, he's really, you know, trying desperately to just do the right thing the way that we would hope that humanity would, you, you know, um, and that that is one of the best. I, I'm probably what drew me into the show, too, was like, oh, OK, so he's like this morally pure character at the center with Al being the devil on his shoulder well, yeah, most of the time. But but even even Al, like Al has a wonderful arc. I mean, Dean Stockwell is a f- fantastic actor. Like he was nominated for an Oscar just before Quantum Leap started. So like he has a pedigree that he carries to, to the show and um, delivers wholly on that pedigree. Uh, but yeah, Al, Al sort of is, yeah, the devil on the shoulder, but he has a great arc in the, in the show where you see him change his perspective because he's so affected by all of the good that Sam is doing as well. There's a confrontation in an episode where is like, there's a, uh, a gay sailor in a school that um, is being bullied and is on the verge of committing suicide or he's being, you know, uh, about to be kicked out of the Naval Academy. And Al has some choice words because he kind of lumps. He I mean, he kind of jumps right back into his prejudice of his his um, his generation because he was uh, in the school with him. You know, I think Sam is actually he may have even be leaped into Al in that episode. And Sam dresses him down and is like, yo, join the 21st century, like just get out of here. And don't even don't even come back if you're going to bring that, you know, that bullshit here. And um, for 1992, like that was a really powerful statement. You know, it lost a bunch of advertisers. That particular show lost like half a million dollars in advertising because the advertisers pulled out because they're like, oh, homosexual sailors and suicide. We're we're out. Um, So it was pretty brave in that in that respect. Yeah, there was a lot of good social commentary in the series throughout it, Leo, in regards to that episode uh, in regards to homosexuality, racism, a lot. Mm-hmm. They dealt with yeah, that. Yeah, the civil rights episode was really good. Yeah, exactly. So there's a lot of 
good stuff in that series around that kind of stuff. I mean, Donald P. Belisario, talk about mm -hmm. a creator of shows that stand the test of time. Like if you just look down his list of stuff that he's created over the over the years as well. So oh, yeah. Magnum PI. That's exactly, it's in my top five Magnum PIs, <laughs> yeah. man. You know, they were going to actually have Sam leap into set Magnum PI. It didn't happen, but they had really? a plan to do that. Did you know that? No, I How didn't know cool that. would that have been? That would have been sweet. I mean, Dude, that would have been awesome. Would he have leapt into Magnum? Yeah. What, <laughs> was it going to like leap into Tom Selleck or was it going <laughs> to what? Uh, that, so he was, I think they were going to actually maybe get Tom Selleck and leap in and make it like a quantum leap episode, but it's basically like Magnum PI episode. That's quantum leap. That, that was the plan. It didn't work out. Oh, that's too bad. That's like, one of those things sweet. that should have happened. And it's a travesty that it did not. The and crossover event now. of 1991. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's really, it's really a travesty that didn't happen. The whole episode would be that he had to shave the mustache before he leapt. Oh, that would have been a burn. <laughs> Stick burn, Sam. <laughs> Tom Selleck leaps back and is like, what the hell? What's a Where did my mustache man? go? <laughs> so what was the explanation? Because I was trying to remember this because I, what's the explanation when they, when they swap back in regards to the person coming back into their body and being like a week later? They, they get there because they don't really I think get into it too much. They thought it was them the whole time, isn't it? No, well, I don't know because when like, they're in the future, they know that they're in the holding room, right? Oh, right. They go to the holding room. They go the to the holding room because they had the 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 killer that he leaped into who escaped. It's like mm. a futuristic drunk tank. Yeah. So they know they're in the holding room. <laughs> so when they leap back to their bodies in the past, they're not in the same place they were when they leaped out. Sam has moved, you know, he's sometimes he's kissing some girl that person didn't even know. And like, so you leap, they swap. And you suddenly appear back in your body and you're like making out with some girl you never met before. Yeah, I think there's probably a bit of Swiss cheese brain that goes both ways. Um, nice uh, drop from yeah. the uh, show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. I'm, I'm a leaper. <laughs> what up? <laughs> so, th yeah, there's, there's probably a bit of memory loss uh, from the person that leaps back or their consciousness that leaps back into, into Sam's body. What, what's weird about that is like Al goes and talks to these people and interviews them, try to get some extra information about certain context or, or whatever. Uh, they show that in, in the show. So some of these people, he actually notifies like, hey, look, you're you've been <laughs> you've been left into. And, um, you know, we're dealing with something that you don't know about because it's happening in the future, blah, blah, blah. But I, I wonder there probably is some sort of memory loss that happens going back into their own body where it feels like a fever dream. And mm. suddenly they're just like, you know, skipped ahead three, four days or, or whatever. The weirdest part of that to me is Sam, when he leaps into these other bodies, we see him as Sam Beckett because he's our main character. But in reality, he is that person walking around. Every time he looks in the mirror, he sees the actual person that he's leapt into. The same is true of the people that leap back into uh, the future. And it means that Sam's body never left the, the accelerating chamber, the time accelerator. And different consciousness just keep leaping into him. So Al goes and like visits Sam and he sees Sam Beckett, but he's talking to, you know, a 40 year old uh, mom from Ohio, or he's talking to a war veteran, or he's talking to, you know, whoever Sam happened to, to leap into. It's it would be super surreal. Yeah. <laughs> so like if I went and, and saw Jeff, but then Jeff has like, it's weird, multiple personalities every week. Yeah. 
It's a trippy show. I I don't think I've ever, I don't think there's any other show like it that I can think of. Like, like you really, someone was smoking something when they came up with this show because it's just kind of bonkers if you think about it. Uh, Don Bilzerio. Yeah. Yeah. It was was actually derived from a A story arc that they wanted to do. Well, they wanted to do it on Battlestar Galactica, which uh, Donald Belisario was a writer on. And there was this idea of, you know, the, the Battlestar Galactica team leaping through time to put right what once went wrong in the universe, right? That got canned for what eventually became <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. And he held on to that, that idea and was like, that's really interesting. And originally he wanted to develop it as an anthology series where it was just different vignettes of moments in time where a right gets wronged by some sort of mystic moving force, right? Mm. And the studio, NBC, was like, yeah, anthology series are dumb. Don't do that. And so he was like, okay, I need to have some sort of through line and figured to have a time-traveling scientist that, uh, you know, through science fiction quantum mechanics, leaps his consciousness throughout his own, his own uh, lifetime. And then every episode, he could do a different vignette of history and then just have this core character that drives the whole thing so that the studio didn't know that it was an anthology series. But that's essentially what it is. Yeah, it, kind of, well, it really kind of is an anthology, really, at its core, right? Yeah, every episode, different set of characters, yeah. different timeline, different storylines. Yeah. Oh, that's why I kind of like it because every week you got something new going on. Yeah, and 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 it still carries a larger arc too, which yeah. this very well could have been sort of a you know like a procedural type show where like you have a core cast of characters and they go and they face the monster of the week or they face the case of the week or whatever. And oftentimes you don't get with those procedural type shows. Uh, that were really rampant in like the 90s is a larger arc. Battlestar Galactica is actually one of those shows that really pressed like, no, we have a plan for how this is going to start, where we are going to go and how it's going to end across the four seasons or whatever. Uh, That wasn't happening in a lot of TV shows because you had 23 episodes in a season to try to accomplish all of that. Uh, And for Quantum Leap to fill in such a rich backstory and to give you such good characters that lived outside of the procedural go in, find the problem, solve the problem, leap formula of it, uh, I think also brings it up another level. It did a nice balance because you could watch an individual episode without necessarily having watched a lot of other episodes because you get the intro, which basically tells you what happens. So you could sit down and watch an episode for the first time and and it usually does stand alone. But they also do have that overall series evolution of the characters and story arc so it is a nice balance between the two i think we've gone a little bit too far nowadays to where like every tv show is a seasonal story arc and there's never (laughs) standalone episodes Mm -hmm. you know so i wouldn't mind occasionally seeing a standalone episode these days but uh that was right there right right in that kind of that perfect ground of Mm -hmm. individual standalone episodes that also contain enough of the overall story to keep you interested in coming back each week. Absolutely. I love Dean Stockwell. I just want to say, I love Dean Stockwell. Great. <laughs> you know what he did? <laughs> Cause he was kind of famous and they brought him on and he's like, okay, but my character needs to have a cigar habit mm-hmm. because I want you to give me free cigars. And they're like, okay, Dean Stockwell, <laughs> they did it. And he got free cigars. So he had yeah. a whole collection and there were good cigars too. It's kind of badass con, where you're like, I'll, I'll, I'll play your guy, but you got to give me free cigars. <laughs> That's awesome. 
is a, a perk of the job, right? <laughs> I do want to say the best thing about this show is that even though it had like these, these, it stood up for civil rights, stood up for um, uh, LGBT rights. What the the one thing that is great about this show is that it drew on pop culture, and it didn't really, on the surface, uh, it was not a pretentious show. It was it very, pander. very. It didn't. It didn't really make people. If you just watched the show, it was really just a fun show. It was kind of a popcorn show. So it, it didn't really get too deep into itself. If you were just, I mean, we're ta- we're digging it apart right now. <laughs> but really, if you just watch the show, it's just kind of a fun show to watch. And there's a lot yeah. of pop culture. So I mean, the the first or the second episode was just them basically remaking the natural mm-hmm. the show then or the movie the natural. So I mean, that's what they would do. And I think one of the episodes is just. Uh, uh donald belisario's doing um uh air airwolf where he just does airwolf (laughs) so he just he basically has all these kind of like easter eggs and jokes in this show so you know he's kind of they kept it fun that and spectacular special effects (laughs) (laughs) and incredible fight sequences like there's action there's blue glowing special effects (laughs) <laughs> Al yeah. zipping through zipping objects. Out of the I don't know yeah. if I would call Al's <laughs> holograms as great special effects. I mean, oh, they don't exactly hold for the up time, right they now. Were amazing. I, I loved it. it. But you know what? As cheesy as they kind of are, they're still pretty convincing within the context of of the story and uh, the presentation of it. Right? Like it works enough to give you the sort of like magic of what's actually happening. The tones that come in every yeah, time. Yeah. I, I don't at think the time Al's hologram opens up, you hear that tone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Door he's opening. got a door into the world, man. His little clicky clacky. Uh, then you constantly got to smack. It, and and he's kind of yeah. fighting with it. Like yeah. he's fighting with yeah. that little device, right? He always hits it. They're going to super, super. Oh, supper. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the technology projection for 1999 was way off, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they didn't get that right. You know, they they shot, they overshot with the quantum accelerator and they undershot with the handheld yeah. devices that would be available in 1999. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like the fact that you had different guest actors every time too. That's yeah, kind of fun. Nice guest on there. But almost every episode on this show was like a majority of them were guest actors because that's mm-hmm. the only time you're going to see them um, is this one show. And then the only two actors are the two that you, you see every time. So it was almost like a guest actor's dream back then. If you want to get on a show, maybe you could get on Quantum Leap like Jennifer Aniston did in her pre-Friends days. Jennifer Aniston was in an episode of Quantum Leap? Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that, actually. She is, she's in like the final season or the penultimate season. Where she plays a nurse uh, giving aid to Vietnam uh, soldiers who are injured. And she I works at, at like a VA hospital kind of a thing. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And Sam Sam leaps into a guy who has lost. The his more legs. you know. Yeah. <laughs> there's a fun. There's a fun uh, sort of button on the end of that episode where Sam stands up because apparently his legs work even though he's in a body that doesn't. Like sometimes the logic doesn't doesn't work out. Oh, <laughs> a fun I do moment remember that episode. Where yeah. a, somebody who's being a jerk in the episode and, and it, yes. to freak him out, he stands up from the wheelchair. And they see a person with no legs that just floated up out of their wheelchair. And, you know, Sam and Al kind of have a bit of a laugh about it. But I'm uh, a ghost. No legs. No legs. Definitely scarred that person for life. (laughs) That's good. Uh, Well, we can't talk about Quantum Leap without mentioning the controversial final episode of the series. Hmm. That was written because they weren't 100% that they were, in fact, going to have 
a final episode of the series yeah. or a final episode of the season. So final episode, guys. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I, I don't Sam believe it's canon. never leaps home again. See, I, mean, I think yeah, it's so a good continue. ending. That's it's not fine. your typical Hollywood thing going on. It's like, yeah, you thought you were going to be like, oh, he helped and he got, re- you know, everybody, he got rewarded. And now he gets to go back home and live his life in, in the futuristic 1999. Um, but he didn't. He never got, he just kept leaping around and you never know. Like, that's a, that's it. Yeah, and I think that's kind of, it's tragic, but I think it's, it's a cool ending because it's not expected and it is kind of mm-hmm. tragic. So I yeah, but, but, the, but, the, but the plot, this whole show is about him waiting for that leap that'll take him home. Like he doesn't get the it. Intro of because every you know episode. What? It's in the friggin' intro. <laughs> it's in the, that's what I'm saying. The intro of every episode. Yeah. Until one day he's going to get that when he never does. And you know what? Welcome to real life kids. Mm-hmm. You're going to think you're going to leap back home. That next leap. You just try one more time, help someone out. You're going to get that next leap home. That next leap's going to be the one. And it just never comes because real life kiddos, real life. You learn something when you watch the yeah. last episode of Guam Leap. I mean, in that episode, he's given a choice too. Basically, like, you know, he's, he's confronted with the sort of uh, being larger than him that's been sort of allowing him to do this through time and space. And he's given the choice, like, right, you can stop or you can continue to do good. And Sam realizes that, you know, because he's in that bar with uh, almost everybody that he's ever leapt into, right? He, he's surrounded by all of the good deeds that he's done throughout the five years that the four years that the, the uh, show actually ran. And he, he realizes that he can continue to do good throughout history and make the world a better place for everybody else that lives in it. And I mean, that's noble. You got to give him that. But super uh, noble. I wouldn't do it. I'd be like, I've done enough for you, Peckerheads. I'm finished. I'm going back home. <laughs> yeah, Unless really, you put me in Elvis find, forever, find then I'll else. stay back. <laughs> you put the me real in Rose body forever. I'll do it. <laughs> Otherwise, you can pound sand. I'm going home. <laughs> the real controversy of that final episode is that in the end title card, they spell his name wrong. They spell the character's name wrong. <laughs> They're like, you got a, a T in Sam Beckett or they added a T or something like that. So uh, I'm of the opinion that that particular episode isn't canon. <laughs> Usually we'll just pretend that episode never happened. Yeah, yeah. that episode is not canon. I, I, I They're think... talking about a different Sam Beckett. Look no, at his name. It's misspelled. It's... I hated that episode when it happened, but when you look back on it now, it's, it's a good episode to think about, think back on because, you know, it, 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 it fits in with like back to the future's final episode, final, final episodic ending where doc Brown just keeps jumping through time. And you're like, what the hell? Why didn't he go back with Marty? Same kind of thing. Yeah. Right. He, Wait, you had all of the technology to build a time machine in the old West. All of this, that, that yeah, all this time you had, to, you could have made a freaking time machine. It didn't on take a you that long. Your kid is train. only like six. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah, it only took, to it didn't take you that long. So yeah, yeah so I think it, it fits with all the other time traveling movies where people keep time traveling. Yeah, yeah and it, it opens the door. I, I I feel like it. It's sad from a fan perspective that it does keep the door open, and then they never did like a movie of the week or. Uh, you know, brought the the show back or something like that, because now it's just this open ended. Well, like there is more adventures. Time continued to move on. And Sam Beckett is there, you know, fixing some of the stuff. And especially with, you know, a you lot of it make some fan fiction, Corey. Dude. Yeah. Dude, well, there's an extended novel series. There's a comic book that's out there that people can continue the adventures with Sam Beckett. But like 
and there's, there's uh, every few years, there's a uh, rumblings that Donald Belisario has written a script and Sam Beckett or then Scott Bakula is on I, board. I think Sam Beckett jumped onto the starship. Uh, <laughs> and then he landed in New Orleans for some naval. Yeah, I think CSI now what he's yeah yeah he's now NCIS or whatever NCIS, that show is. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. helping people solve murders. Yeah, he went to space. He's five seasons in a movie. Five seasons, in, absolutely. And they, they're Donald Belisario says that he's written a full script. Let's get this done. Like, let's start a campaign. Start writing letters. Let's That's go back right. to old school. Yeah. Write a bunch of letters. Yeah. No okay, some tagging this crap. Office. We want yeah. letters. Old school. Yes. Letter writing school. campaign. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and the thing with final episodes, though, is they're hard to get right. Like, if you look mm. back to almost any series, very few. Dexter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Well, there you go. Dexter. And they're like, okay, yeah, that, that sucked. So let's bring it back for another season and see if we can do it right. Exactly. Yes. Hard to end good series. It's hard, hard to yeah. end a good series. Yeah. Well, guys, uh, we should probably wrap it up here. Thanks a lot for being on the show. This was a very informative and fascinating discussion. And once again, audience, this is Jeff and Corey. Their podcast is called Switch the Envelope. Check it out wherever you get your podcasts. And with that, we were going to say we're out of here like good old Sam Beckett, striving to put right what once went wrong and hoping each time that our next leap will be the leap home. Goodbye. Oh, boy. 